Well, let's, uh, we've been talking about kingdom authority. We're going to jump right into week four. We started uh, this just a few weeks ago. Last week, we, we talked about um, five to thrive. I might have lost a leg or something. This, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, that's all we need is duct tape. Uh, and we talked about, and we're just going to review quickly, we talked three of the five we talked last week were say what, old covenant was do, new covenant is say. Second one was laws are set, we can discover them, but we can't change them. So we can discover laws of the kingdom, just like they had mentioned electricity, it was always here. We just, you know, when we discovered it, we know how to do it. If we can duplicate that law, we can create electricity. And then the third one was fill your mouth with faith, life and death are in your mouth. Faith always has a point of release. So we're going to kind of continue with that and do, hopefully we can get through some of this today. Um, it's all good because I that was a great skit and uh, worthy of the time and effort. Thank you, Steve, and your crew for doing that. If you like that kind of stuff and you're like, hey, I want to be part of that, then just, you know, really just get into growth track and get through those classes and we'll hook you up with Steve and, and get you on the drama team. So... We found out who possesses the laws of the kingdom. You and I do. Uh, it's not about so much as God doing things, but it's about us doing things with God's power in us to do those things with his authority and uh, following his instruction. And so it's about us doing it with his grace and his authority and his instruction. That's really important to have God give you what to do and so that you can accomplish what he's asked you to do. So our mandate is to preach the gospel over the world. He's given us the authority to defeat the enemy. I'm going to say that one more time. He's given us the authority to defeat the enemy. All right. He shall supply all of my needs. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I am more than a conqueror because of Christ. And I'm telling you, we have these keys if we would use them. Galatians 4 says he's given us the whole estate. And so we're heirs to the kingdom. And so how we get that, kind of almost like our skit, it's a process of, of revelation. As we walk with God, he reveals things to us and we figure things out. So remember we talked about we, we do these three things. We speak or confess with our mouth. We believe in our heart and we do not doubt. Those three things, that's how everything in the kingdom, we work by faith, we speak with our mouth, we believe in our heart, and we do not doubt. Faith has to be released. I'm going to say it again. Faith has to be released. If I can get you to connect this dot today, it's going to, it's going to change your life. So how do we release faith? How do we release faith? So I'm going to say some things. I'm going to show you some things, and I want you to stay with me. Our mindset automatically, we'll want to sometimes go to another place in, in our mind. and think, Oh, okay, here, here it comes, or I've heard this. And it's not what you're thinking. I, I want you just to hear me out. I want you to listen to what I'm going to say. So uh, when we talk about sowing, people automatically uh, think that, well, okay, here it comes. The preacher's going for our wallet. I'm not going for your wallet. I'm trying to teach you a kingdom principle. So I want you to understand this isn't always inferring to money. Are we on the same page? Money can be used, and I'll show you, and I'll even give you scripture for it. But I'm, I'm going to ask you just in your mind to think, I could sow a seed. Now, that doesn't have to be financial, but we're going to talk about that in just a second. Because faith has to be released. So what I'm going to say is sow a seed. You can write down, hey, on this day, I wrote it down. I'm going to give you steps that Kim and I use for everything that's happened for us or things you come. If you come and see me or been to my house, people will ask me, how did that happen? How did you get that? Where did that come from? 
Well, I'm going to show you the principles of how all these things have shown up. Not to get stuff, because this is a heart issue. This is really important for you to understand. How many knows that God knows your heart? Man can look on the outward appearance, but God knows your heart. If you're all in something just because you want to give me, give me, last one with the most toys wins, this because your heart is wrong, your motivation will be wrong, and you've got to understand, this is a heart after God. You have to understand the anointing that goes with this. All right. Uh, you know, my pastor, Gary, this is one of, one of the things he did. He only had one day to hunt. And he was in, you know, so he was with his buddy and he had one day to hunt and he found out this principle. And so he sowed a seed. He wrote it down on a piece of paper on Thanksgiving Day. I will receive my, my buck and I will get it on this day. He got his seven point buck in 45 minutes, took out the piece of paper and showed his friend. His friend is like, are you kidding me? So his friend said, oh, it's just a coinky-dink. Well, he might not have said it that way. But, um, you know, that's just coincidence. I'm telling you, I've put this thing to the test, not really just trying to test it in ways probably so, but I have found it to be true every time. I don't know about you, but I would rather have success than no success. I don't like, if I'm going to put my hand to it, I want to know that I'll succeed at it. You know, when I hunted before, I could go and hunt. And if you're a hunter, nobody wants to go and hunt and come back empty-handed. You like to bring home the bacon, so to speak, or to do it. So I, I began to say, okay, if this is really real, God, I'm going to believe you for this, and I want to see if it'll work in my life. I'm going to believe you because I trust him. I knew pastor, so I began to put this principle in place, and it started to happen. So I wanted you to, I'm going to show you what I did, all right? Um, so what you believe is where your heart is. I'm going to say that again. I, I'm, you, you'll hear me repeating stuff, but I want you to get it. What you believe is where your heart is. It's the location of your faith. Sometimes you'll say, well, you know what, I don't believe that. Okay, that's, we've located your faith then, because if it's past that point, you don't believe that. Are you with me? You know, we'll believe that chair will hold us. Why? Because our heart goes by experience. I've sat in chairs like that many, many times. If I sit down, I know that's going to hold me. So I don't have any problem with faith on a chair. But when it comes to something that I'm not sure of, it's going to locate my faith. Sometimes people have great faith. Has somebody ever believed for something great? And you're like, I'm not there. I want to believe with you, but man, I just, uh, I can't seem to get myself there. Okay, it's locating your faith. Doesn't mean it's wrong, and it doesn't mean you're wrong. It's just where you're at, okay? That's all it's trying to do. Jesus helped people locate their faith all the time. He'd go up to a blind person. What do you want me to do for you? He's blind. I mean, you're kind of like, uh, hello, I'd like to see. But he is locating his faith. He's wanting to see where, what, what are you saying? He would tell Peter, I don't know what, I know what they're saying. What do you say, Peter? Who, who am I? See, he wants to know what you believe, even though you need to hear yourself know. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by what? The word of God. So anyway, he's looking. You can't believe something your heart won't accept. You can't believe something your heart won't accept. Remember in his, in his own town, he couldn't do many things because of their unbelief. You can't believe something your heart won't accept. There's people that said, I'm sick. I can't see myself better. You know, if you've got some ailments, I mean, I've got, I've got a, well, I've had, let me put it in past tense, a knee ailment. I've been picturing myself running and doing things again like I used to, and, and I'll do that again. Because you, you need to get a mental mindset of where, okay, God, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? There are people who say, I, I can't believe I'm going to get better. Can you believe you won't get worse? Where's your faith at? 
have people talk all the time. I've, I have this, or I don't believe God will do that, or I'm, this is, they'll claim their disease. Don't claim any disease. Did, God didn't put that on you. Don't claim that. Don't, you know, my whatever. Don't, don't do that. Start seeing, you know what, God, are you not the healer of, of all diseases? Can not everything bow before? So then we got to, where is your faith? All right, so this is where we're at. I got to release my faith, and I want to get fruit from it. I don't want to release my faith and then in the twilight zone and be like Rod Sterling and have it never happen. I want to release my faith and people just like, wow. You know, Jesus released his faith on the fig tree. The figs, the tree dies and they come back and they're like, Jesus, the tree. We talked about that because he got fruit because he knew his faith was released. Faith has to have a point of release. <clears throat> so this is what's happened with me. My, my, my answer shows up in the way or the order that I wrote it down. If I was sowing for, you know, in Ohio there, you can get sometimes two deer. Sometimes I'll let you have more, but um, two deer. And so if I wanted a buck and a doe and I wanted to sow a seed for that, and I'll explain that in just a second. So if you've got some questions about sowing and about money, I'll, I'll get to that. So I'd write on my memo whatever kind of buck I wanted. And if I wanted a doe and I put it in the order and that is the order. Now, you might say, I don't believe that. OK, you don't have to believe it, but I'm telling you how it showed up. Faith has to be released. And this is my belief system. So so it's going to happen in that belief system as long as it lines up with the kingdom. So I wrote it down. And the first thing I if I was specific for my buck, that's what showed up. That point of buck is what showed up. Now, listen to me. I had one kid said, well, then I'm going to pray for a. 45-point buck. I don't even know if there's a 45-point buck out there. You know, I mean, it's just some great number. But what I'm saying is, if there is, then that may take some time. If there isn't one where you live or by where you hunt, God's got to get it to that place. Are you with me? So you're going to have to understand faith and patience bring the promise. So just depending, uh, but still, God's an amazing God. What's your belief system? So... Anyway, if I if I wanted a buck, it came first. The next deer that came under my stand was a doe. I got people that'll be, you know what? That's just crazy. And then again, I don't have to understand everything as long as I can stand under it and just say, Lord, if you said it, I believe it. If this is your kingdom and I can release it, then that's good enough for me. So people ask me this by sowing. Are we trying to buy God? Had somebody asked me that. Am I trying to buy God just by sowing? Absolutely not. We're releasing our faith and putting his law to work. Look at Luke 6, 38. It says, given it'll be given to you, good measure, pressed down, taken together, running over, will be put into your bosom. For the same measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Look at 2 Corinthians 9, 6. And we're going to go to that in just a second. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity for god loves a cheerful giver and god is able to make all grace abound towards you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work so we control the harvest in our lives that's what this is saying it is up to us on the harvest in our lives it is our faith in the law of god that determines our ability to operate in that law if we you know we'd think a farmer's crazy if he said i've got one truckload of seed but i want you know, I've, I've sowed for one acre of crop, but I want 100 acres of harvest. We'd say, that's nuts. Did you sow for 100 acres? I didn't. I only sowed in one acre. We would say, that's, that's crazy, because he'd only planted one acre. 
people lack, and listen to what I'm saying, of their knowledge of the laws of the kingdom of sowing and reaping, because you can only reap where you have sown. That doesn't mean God can't bless you, but you need to understand what I'm saying, whether you want to or not. And we blame God for crop failure, and we never sowed. You, this is a law. It is a law of the kingdom. It's a law of operation, and it cannot be changed. We can say, I am not giving. I'm not going to do this. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to sow. I'm not going to sow. You do not have to sow. When it's time for offering today, if you don't want to give, don't give. Listen to what I'm saying. It is a law, sowing and reaping, seed time and harvest. As long as the earth remains, I can't change that. So I'm going to operate in the kingdom law and understanding if I'm sowing, I'm reaping. Now, I'm not my mind and my heart. I'm not operating. I'm expecting. There's a difference between I'm expecting good results than I'm just gimme, 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 gimme. A good farmer is going to plant knowing he's going to get a crop. He's going to tend that crop. He's going to, he's going to nurse that crop. He's going to do everything to protect that crop. He's going to do everything he can because he is, he's saying, this is my, I'm putting faith in the soil. Again, listen, this is a law, sowing and reaping. Galatians 6, 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. So if we just lack understanding concerning this, we, people, they destroy themselves financially because they don't understand this law. And then they blame God. They, you, you have to understand, God, what do you want me to do? What's, what are you telling me? How do I release my faith? Where, am I, where do you want me to sow? See, it's just important. You, you can't just walk through life and go, you know, God, this is just que sera, sera. God is very purposeful. He, he cannot violate his own law. What a, whatever a man sows, that he will reap. He cannot violate his own law. There are people that are thinking there are different laws in the kingdom, and God has a special deal for them, and it doesn't apply to everyone else. They're deceived. That's wrong. Here are the five steps Kim and I use that we release our faith on. So I'm going to give them to you. This is what happens. This is how things show up. So I hope our, you know, I'm not trying to be a downer, so I'm going to get you back pumped up. This is good. You know, we should not be in lack. I, I can tell you right now, we, God has been so good. We, you know, our daughter got married and her hunk of a man is right there beside her. Well, bless God. But, you know, this, I've never, you know, we have never had to pay for a wedding before. So Kim and I got, we said, what are we believing for? Listen to what I'm telling you. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to be as honest as I can. How much do you think this will cost? Not that it, we didn't care. We just wanted to pray it in. Okay? We wanted to sow and to reap. We wanted to activate this law. And we wanted to come in agreement. I'm going to give you the five steps. And I, I'm there is not enough time, but I'm going to do it. So this is what we did. We came and we said, okay, we're going to figure, and we figured the amount. Let's, let's figure this. We both, uh, let's go pray. We'll come back. What, what amount you got? Okay, this is the amount. Let's figure that. All right. You go, Brett, why are you doing that? Because I don't want to be in debt. Okay? Are you with me? So because of that, and because of the kingdom, 
if my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, I can apply kingdom law and, and help this to happen. So this is what we did. We believed for it. We sowed a seed. And the wedding is paid for. We did, we're not in debt for it at all. He used, you know, however he does what he does, he does what he does. And people came up, I want to help you. I need to do this. And there's other ways that money came in for us. And, you know, just amazing But what I'm telling you is, God is so good, this works. So here's what we do. What do you have that you must release? That's step point one. What do you have that you must release? Listen to what I'm saying. I needed clothes, I sewed clothes. I got more clothes. I sewed a vehicle, I got another vehicle. What do you mean you sewed it? I, he, I, he gave me a car. He told me to give a truck away, so I did. I got another one. Give it away, so I did. Got another one. Give it away, I did. Get another one. Sell it. Take the money. Put it over here. I did, I did. It's just amazing. Sew a computer. I got two more computers. Sew a watch. I got five more watches. Think in the Bible, the woman that had oil. That's all she had was a little bit of oil. She sewed the oil. It reproduced oil. The fish and bread were sown. Five loaves, two fish. Reproduced more fish and bread. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm not trying to hurry through this. I want you to get what I'm trying to tell you. The Lord could only multiply back what had been sown. Are you together? God can only multiply what we give him. It's a law. 2 Corinthians 9, 6. We read it before. Now listen, and this is going to help you a little bit. This I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver, and God and God is able to make all, circle all, grace abound towards you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. So if I, if I sow oil, I get oil. I sow bread, I get bread. If I sow, you know, if I sow money, I can get a return on money. I understand that, but also listen to this. Money can be used to name something else in the all things. Can be used in all Philippians 4.19, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So money can be named and sown, can be written down, So when we sowed a seed for this wedding, we gave a financial offering for the wedding. How much? I don't know. What do you feel? And again, this is a personal thing between you and God. This is, you know, if God's saying 50 cents, so 50 cents. If he says 50 bucks, so 50 bucks. Do you hear the farmer that was really wealthy? He had uh, 50 uh, female pigs and 50 male deer. He had 100,000 bucks. All right, Steve, I'm trying, I'm trying. Yeah, see, he thought it was good, okay. So point number two, write it down and date it. Now, people ask me, do you have to write it down and date it? That's up to you. I think in the beginning, you need to write it down and date it because Jesus answered the enemy when the enemy said, why don't you do this, why don't you do this, why don't you bow to me? He said, it is written. So when the enemy says something, you can write it down and you can, you know, hey, it's written. And then you, you write it down on that date. This is what I believed. This is what I'm sowing for. And this is why I'm believing it. 
So that's point number two. Point number three is confess over it. Remember when they brought the stuff to Jesus, he spoke over it. And he broke it and he gave it to the disciples. Now check it out. Now, the miracle didn't happen in Jesus' hands. The miracle happened in the disciples' hands with the loaves and the fish. Think about that. It was brought to him. He spoke over it, broke it, gave it back to them, less than what they gave him. And the, and the multiplication happened as they gave it out. So number three is confess over it. Be in agreement with your spouse. So if you're married, be in agreement. If I'm going hunting, I'm saying this is what I'm praying for. This is the kind of the size of the deer that I want, blah, 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 whatever I'm doing. And she will say, okay, I'm in agreement with that. We'll pray. We'll confess over it. I can jot it down on my phone. I can put it wherever I want. On this day, I prayed. We'll lay hands on the seed that we sowed financially, and we'll go ahead and name whatever that is that we're praying about. And you say, well, Brad, I don't, maybe I'm not married or I don't have, maybe my spouse isn't a Christian, so I don't have. Well, I'll be your two. Those of you that went to see Jesse, if you and God, I'll be your two. Or Kim and I will be your two. We'll believe with you. And so you just begin this. Okay, I'm in agreement with that. Planting your seed, operating as a farmer does. I'm expecting a harvest on my giving. Paul taught this to the church in Corinth. So you're not buying God's blessing. This is a hard issue. This is a law of operation, sowing and reaping. God put this law in there. This isn't us trying to usurp or try. The reason we have a hard time, and some of you are struggling a little maybe now, is because it's been abused and it's been taken out of context. But so God knows your heart. So this is about, you know what? God, if you're going to bless me, how can I further your kingdom? How can I be the boy with the loaves and the fish? How can I help? How can I be that? You know, when people go on missions trip, they want to be God's light in that. You're the hands and feet of Christ. You see, a farmer would be foolish to expect a harvest where he is not planted. Number four is release it in faith. Why should you receive it? What are you standing on? What scripture? How specific are you? The woman with the issue of blood, if I can just touch his robe, I'm going to be healed. All you have to do, the soldier says, say the word. He'll be all right. So when you release that in faith, remember, faith always has a point of release. Always has a point of release. A specific time and moment after faith has been released, then it it has to be received. So it's really up to us. Do you believe it? Do you receive it? Mark eleven twenty four. I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. This is Jesus talking. When you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them before they show up. Before they show up. I start making, you know, I was believing for certain things. I wanted a uh, Bowflex tread climber. It's in my barn now. God helped me get that. Use people to do that, but I didn't ask him for it. God helped me get that. I just started making room for it. Why? Because it's going to show up. I started praying for a motorcycle years ago. My wife told me to stop because she knew I was going to get one. And she didn't want me to have one. So, you know, sooner or later, you're going to see me driving around here in a Torino. Oh, oh, oh. And, and, and that's a whole nother story. <laughs> but anyway, here's point number five. And it's, it's 10.05, and I still haven't got to the 4 and 5 for Thrive. Uh, yeah, yeah. Follow the instructions of the Holy Spirit. So when you sow and you release your faith, God is going to 
You have to listen to the Holy Spirit. Your money's not in heaven. I'm going to say it one more time. Your money is not in heaven. That's, heaven doesn't run by currency like we do here. Heaven, currency in heaven is faith. Earth currency is money. Your money is not in heaven. So God might, you know, he might have something for you to do. He might give you a plan, an idea or a concept to create wealth. The Bible says he gives you power to get wealth. Now, see, here's the different thing that's not taught. This isn't name it and claim it and blab it and grab it. This is, okay, God, here's what I'm sowing. I believe it. I released it. I believe I receive it. Now, what do you want me to do? Sam and I, when he was living home, we wanted to, we wanted to get our deer license and we were running some things and money was tight. And so I said, okay, let's sow seed. Let's believe God for our money for, to get our hunting license. He said, okay. All right. So we agreed. We sowed like five bucks. I don't remember the amount. Just, you know, again, according to Corinthians. So we named that seed. Father, this is for uh, money for us to get our hunting license, our deer permits and everything. And I thank you for it, God. We sowed it together. We received it by faith when we sowed it. We could write that down. Are you on the same page with me so far? Okay, that day, listen to me. Listen, I'm trying to get this to you. That day I went into the bank. I went into the bank. A lady approached me and said, hey, Pastor Brett, do you still detail cars? I said, yeah, I can. She said, would you detail my car? I said, sure. When do you want to detail? She goes, could you do it today? I mean, I'm working today. Do you have anything? And it was on a Friday. It was my day off. I said, I'd be glad to. And see, what we sowed for is what we needed. We needed like $65 or something like that. So we sowed like five bucks for 65. And that's what, you know, we're just saying, God, I thank you for this. We receive it now. I brought the car home. Sam, guess what we're doing today? Let's detail this car because this is our dear money right here. We detailed the car, took it back. She paid us $80. Took my tithe and offering out of that or took our tithe and offering out of that. Him and I went. Now, listen to me. Listen, you know what it's like to take your kid to they just watch the kingdom work right in front of their face. We went right to the Walmart or wherever and we bought our deer tags, deer license. Same year, he got his 10 point buck. Whole nother. I mean, I I know it's 1008. Can you give me a couple more minutes? I I got so much I want to say. All right, listen, listen, this is this is Sam. He sees the kingdom. So now he's like. Oh, he's excited. So I had to give him for him. He didn't go through the hunter's course so I could make him an apprentice. Mm, an apprentice he is. Mm. So I did that. So I made him. So he said, Dad, I want a 10 point buck. Like, OK, now this is where my neck is like really out because I want him to see the kingdom. What I'm telling you is what Kim and I do. I want him to see that work. But now the enemy is coming in and saying, what if you. Oh, what if this doesn't work? Everything that you've taught, all this stuff, it's all a farce. Wah, 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 wah. And things, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, Sammy, can you not do a 10-point buck? How about just a buck? You know, how about, how about, hey, hey, how about a six-point buck? We see little bucks out there. We've not seen a 10-point. How about a six-point? He goes, no. He said, I, and he had like a dollar fifty. He said, Dad, I want this principle to work. I want to sow this. I want you to be in agreement with it. And he wrote it on a piece of paper. I received my 10-point buck. So I'm praying, and I'm like, oh, God. So we prayed out loud. Father, I pray that Sam gets his 10-point buck, or even his six-point. Because remember, 
your faith where he's jesus is locating it so we went out listen to me we went out the next day behind my house we're sitting out in the open sitting out just out in the open i've told this story before but i'm i'm not i don't even have a gun he's hunting i'm just like goober from andy griffith with a deer call you know i'm just standing out there and across the field he's sitting on the ground with my crossbow he's like from here to the thermostat away from me i'm standing and a deer like where Cameron is in the back he's coming across the field he's just trotting i can see his horns he's a buck and he's i'm standing there i might as well be like hi how you doing hey bring a saddle we'll ride you over to the house come on i'm just you know i'm just standing there i'm like sam here comes a buck and sam is like i know i know and here he comes and he comes and he comes and uh, Sam is right here and he is to where this light is from the thermostat and he stops and he stands there. Now, I can count his points. I can count his hooves. I can count his. I mean, I'm, he's close. And there's six. And I'm, I'm saying, shoot it. Shoot it. And Sam's just. Opie, shoot it. And then the deer, the deer just stood there and just kind of looked at us, broadside. Hey, big fella. And then just trotted off. And I'm like, Samuel, why didn't you shoot the deer? And this is what he said. Now, listen to me, because he caught this. He said, Dad, that wasn't my deer. You called that one in. That was yours. I'm like, shut the front door. So we go in the next day. True story. Go in the next day, and I, I feel the Lord saying, take him out again. So I went, and I sat in a, in a tree stand about maybe 75 to 100 yards from him instead of being right beside him. And he sat in the same spot. And I heard this snap, snap coming through. You know, you, you, if you're a hunter, you can you hear all these sounds. And I see the silhouette of this deer, and I can see he's a buck, sticks his head out of the woods, and Sam is, now he's like where the light is in the thermostat again, away just right there and i hear my bow go off and i hear crash 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 and then it's like quiet i get down and run over there and say sam what happened and this is this is my impression of sam i don't know i was sitting there and he came in mm, and i mm, I, did you get him how you think (laughs) so we went about 50 yards and sure enough there he was and I said, do I even need to count the horns? Guess how many points? Ten. And as God is my witness, he, my son watched and we both, he started shouting, I started shouting, and we danced around the, well, I probably danced more than he did. <laughs> but that's how the kingdom worked. And he was, I'd never seen a ten point, but it's, it's, on the, it's actually in the wall in my barn right now. How? Because, listen, sowing and reaping and and we have dominion because we have the keys to the kingdom it's ten thirteen. i still have point four and five i'll i'll review and finish next week but you did get the five things that i do okay if you just catch on to this understanding not that it's i'm trying to hoard or get because again god looks at your heart but I, i'm telling you how the kingdom works it's a law sowing and reaping it's a law i can't change it i can say i don't believe in that 
Doesn't matter. Still works. I, I cannot believe in gravity, but it still works. So this is a kingdom principle, sowing and reaping. You know, tithing is just protection. Giving is an offering. So when we sow, I don't sow in my tithe. I sow in my offering. That's going to be one of somebody's next question. I don't sow from what tithing is just returning what's already God's. So again, this is what I'm doing is I'm putting everything in right standing with the Lord. Are we on the same page? You need to understand. So I'm not I'm not trying to go. Okay, I'm not going to tithe, but I'm going to sow and reap over here. I'm going to I'm going to do everything that God is calling me to do so that I can watch these kingdom principles work in my life. I mean, we have things in our house that my wife just believed for and they just show up. They just start happening or the opportunity is there to to get that. And with an idea or concept to make the money to be able to do that, not to go after money or not to strive that way, but to have, you know, it was just a matter of that day. What made that lady come up to me that day and say, do you want to detail a car? Because we prayed, we sowed, we believed and she needed her car detailed. So God just connected that here. You want an idea or concept? Let's get you those licenses. Okay, what would have happened if I'd have said no? I'd still been waiting on my, my deer license. There, he would have had to do something else or I would have had to sow again. And I'll talk to you about that because sometimes people will do this. They'll say, you know what, Pastor, what if I missed it? Turn to your neighbor and say, Grace, is God not big enough? I mean, when I miss it, then he tells me. You know, and I know in my, you know, in your spirit, if you missed it or if you talked against it or if you broke it or all of that stuff or you, you know, then then you just start over. That's the cool thing about Christ. You just you repent for it. Father, let me get my mouth off this thing. If you say it so, that's what I believe. My friends, I'm telling you, this principle is amazing and it's a law. You can either believe me or you can continue to go the way you're going. And I'm not saying you're not doing well. I'm just saying, listen, I'm just trying to help you. This is a kingdom rule. Okay. 1015. I'm going to stop. I don't want to stop, but I'm going to stick around for second service. And maybe I can go longer. <laughs> just, <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. So much stuff to say, but uh, it, it is good. And, and again, I wouldn't take back our skit today. So, you know, we were a little shorter on time due to the skit. Wasn't the skit great? So, you know, we were very glad about that. All of those elements work together because we need each other. We need that. And those, those are great things. So I'm excited to even see it again next week or next week, uh, next service. So it's going to be awesome. God's doing great things. Would you bow your heads, please?